And hello, everyone. It's Tuesday, and this is Trish Carr, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to Sister to Sister, the place where we share experiences of people who are Black in America, and how being Black in America, there are some times they have discrimination, whether that be an individual who treats them differently or a system that they face that treats them differently. And again, you know, as we have this conversation, it's so important to remember that we are where we are today. It's not about taking responsibility for the past. It's not about being guilty about what happened in the past. And it doesn't mean that you, as a person who is not Black, did not have your struggles. Absolutely, we all have our struggles. The only thing is that you didn't have additional struggle because of the color of your skin. So let's listen to some real stories from real people, and that's what this is about. So let me introduce you to my amazing guest today. Her name is Charity Smith, and she is known as Ms. Mogul because she's a real estate investor, an entrepreneur, an author, and she's an advocate for women's business and economic power. And I love that about you, Charity. She serves on various boards, amplifying women's voices in business to legislators and championing, championing funding and opportunities for women to build sustainable and viable economic power. Um, make sure you go to her page. She is known as Ms. Mogul. She's an incredible speaker. She's a leader. She does mentoring. She shows people how to buy real estate to build their wealth. So it is my pleasure to welcome you to Sister to Sister Charity. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I really want to appreciate uh, you, Trish, because you, um, this took courage. It took insight and it took courage on your part. And so I appreciate you creating the platform to have these kinds of meaningful, deep connections and conversations about topics that people really feel uncomfortable with, right? Whether you're on the listening in or whether you're on the speaking in, it can invite angst internally. So to create an environment where people feel empowered and vulnerable simultaneously while they're feeling safe, is so important to this kind of conversation. So thank you for that. So I want to start by saying, um, I want to create a distinction, right? between what I've experienced. So real estate, many of you know, is a male-dominated industry. And so um, I've experienced, again, especially when you're in land investing, we call it the good old boys club. There's nobody in that club that's hardly under 70, hardly anyone who's female, and certainly not very many people of color. And so I found my space there. So sexism, uh, people thinking that I wasn't old enough to know the industry. I shouldn't be respected because I didn't have 50 years behind my belt. I only had 15, you know. And so that has been my experience in real estate, really having to show up with the knowledge to refute the sexism, thinking, that, oh, she's just a young girl that doesn't know what she's talking about. And I'm talking to men who really could be my grandfathers, right? I, and so it's been earning that respect in that industry. But something happened last week. And I didn't, I had no idea, one, this conversation would happen or that I would have this experience. So I'm working with a commercial builder, multi-million dollar builder, okay? 
and I've worked with this builder over five years as a consultant, um, as a contractor, bringing them business, okay? Hundreds of thousands of dollars in business. And last week, the owner of the company was out of town, but his administrative assistant was there. And so I'm waiting in the lobby while she's bringing in her guests for the meeting. I'm sitting there in the lobby and she knows me. She says to me, an award-winning author, a woman of color, um, well over 40, I'm dating myself, um, <laughs> tenured with the company. She was, she, and we do not have a personal relationship. Oh, wait, I'm, I lost that. I didn't hear that. Say that again. I just lost my sound. There you go. I lost my sound at that very moment. Okay. There you go. So, Say it again. So she says to you, wait, I can hear you. I'm, I'm, you're, I don't know if it's you or me on the internet. Okay. There you go. Say it again. So I'm sitting there in the lobby as she's bringing in her guest. She knows me. She knows I'm an award-winning business owner. She gotcha. knows about the hundreds of thousands of dollars I've brought to the company. She addresses me in front of this middle-aged white man. Hey, gal. Gal. Yeah. I let it pass. Then she, because she's waiting on two guests. I'm still waiting in the lobby for my meeting, separate from theirs. And she comes back through to uh, the break room. And I said, I called her by name and she said, Yasm, do you hear me? Oh, 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 oh my God. She totally didn't get it. You get that she didn't get it. Oh, it gets worse. She said, Yasm. And the, the man was in the lobby. Again, I didn't address it. I just said, mm, your response to me is really strange. She comes back through and gets this gentleman to now bring him to the meeting with the other gentleman. And I call her by name. She said, hey, gal. I said, mm -hmm. my name is Charity Smith. To you today, it is Ms. Smith. And she kept walking. Yeah. But I had to correct her in that moment. Here's, this is what I deduced from that. One, either she was completely embarrassed by her behavior and couldn't stop to address it, or she was calloused. Well, either one. Let me, you know, this is such an excellent point that you are bringing up because people who are socialized as white, I being one of them, have, you know, the term scotoma, you can't see what, what you can't see. So I guarantee you that most people are sitting here listening to this and those people who are white of color are saying, well, what was wrong with that? She didn't do anything wrong. So Charity, can you expand a little bit on yeah. how that lands on you? First of all, I get yeah. the yesm. That, that went like gone with the wind language to me. However, not everybody gets it. So help, help, of, help us to understand, why is, does that feel disrespectful? So let me take you back historically, where women of color were not seen as women or as humans. If we were human at all, we were subservient. And I don't care, regardless of age, we were treated as children without 
um, maturity of thought or accolade or acumen or distinction or character. So to call a woman of color gal diminishes in their mind. Now, mind you, I am who I am. You can call me a bitch. I know I'm not a bitch. Right. I miss it. So it's not what you answer to all the time, right? It, it, you know, whatever they call you, but it is what you answer to. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So I don't answer to bitch. I don't answer to gal. I answer to Miss Smith, but I use it as a teaching moment for her. So when you call a woman of color gal, you're saying that all of her acumen, her accolades, her achievements don't matter. You bring her now into a subservient position by your speech in a way that she now has to look to you for guidance or approval or the next step, the way you would lead a girl. But gal, it almost retards. No one, remember, well, back in the 70s and 80s, it used to be a slang to call someone retarded. But the health community spoke up and said, no, that's derogatory. Learning deficient, or if there's... um, Mentally challenged. Mentally challenged, right. If there's something there, then let's address the issue, but let's not add stigma. Right? So I hear you. I hear you. So, and listen, this is a big issue because white people think, well, I'm just trying to be friendly. And that's what I would say to my white friends. Hey, gals, how you doing? And we don't know, we don't realize that that's how it can land on you because in your past, in your history, your grandmother was called that because she was treated as something less than a woman, right? So all this is is a conversation to help people understand. You know, I've been watching um, Conversations with a Black Man Mm-hmm. which is a YouTube show with yes. um, of, of an NFL football player. Yes. And he talks about this as well. We don't realize how much of our language is derogatory. Yes. For example, when your boss is working you really hard and you call your boss a slave driver, that's language mm-hmm. that doesn't need to be in our vernacular anymore, right? right. So right. we just don't see it because we have been socialized as a white person. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I know that regardless of whether or not the people watching agree or not, a woman is telling you that this is something that makes her feel disrespected. Let's honor that. And let's not argue whether, oh, she was being this or, oh, she was being that, because that's the next place we go is, well, she's taking it too personally and she should pull up her big girl panties. It's not about that. She said she felt disrespected. Respect that. So thank you for that very much. Same thing with Yesim. Yesim sounds like she's talking to, you know, a, a, a slave, right? I mean, it does. If you think about that language. It's strange. And again, it's not like she didn't know me, know my acumen, know the contribution I made to the company. She, um, but again, it was in know. that moment. It was an election that she made and I wanted to challenge her election. And I want to go back and say something right quick before we have to jump off. Relationship means everything, right? Yes. Yes. So I'll say, Hey girl, I won't say, Hey gal, Mm -hmm. the distinction. So I'll be talking to a girl, girl, what in the world are you talking about? 
But there's a relationship there that if I use that kind of vernacular, you know that it's coming from relationship in a place of commonality, not a place of now subservience, right? So relationship means anything. So if you want to know more, develop the relationship. I think that's the, real, that's the big lesson out of all of this. Develop relationships, communicate, ask those questions, connect heart to heart, and you'll be surprised what comes out of that. You really will. Yeah, I really appreciate this conversation more than anything because, you know, it's so easy for us to defend what it is we say. And literally that whole bring, you know, pick up your big girl panties and get over yourself. I mean, even when it comes to girl, I had, I had a woman tell me, I really don't like it when somebody calls me girl. I want to be called woman, right? So I get that. So if that's how you feel, I'm going to respect that, right? I'm going to respect that. And the reality is, Charity, I bet you that woman has no idea what she did wrong. That's true. She has no idea because in her mind, she's going, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be friendly. I was trying to connect with her on a, on a person level. She just didn't know. So you sharing this is really important, really important. So consider your language when you're speaking to anyone and think about the words that you're using. Thank you so much. Words matter. I really do. That's a big lesson. And I know you have to go. I know that we want to keep this short today. I just, you know, one of the things I like to do is leave people with an action that they can take, something they can do to start to either educate themselves or be more mindful. And um, I would love to ask your thoughts on that. And one of the things I want to share while you're thinking about that is that there's a new website. I saw Sterling K. Brown, and many of you know him from This Is Us. He plays, um, oh God, I can't remember his name. Uh, rah, rah, rah. Oh, I can't remember his name. He plays one of the kids. He's the black guy. <laughs> He's the black guy on <laughs> This Is Us. He's the, the third triplet. And um, he shared with, um, with the audience that there's a new website and I feel like we've been a trailblazer with Sister to Sister because it's exactly what we're doing. It's we're just simply sharing the truths of people who are of color, black people in particular, of how they're treated differently. So the, the website is called one, the, the number one million truths.com. One million truths.com. If you are a black person, I urge you to go to that website and put up your story, put up your truth. If you're a, not a black person, if you're a person of any other color, go to that website. You cannot argue with people's experience. You just can't. So that's my take. That's what I want to share with you today. What would you say would be an action that someone could take as a result of this conversation today? I would say it would be soul searching soul searching. So if the first um, response on either side is to be offensive or even defensive, that's, a, that's an opportunity to soul search. Because the idea is to be neutral, right? To hear, just to simply hear it, to be a processor of the information. No one's asking you to make a judgment call right there. But if instantly there is this pull to either offend or defend, it's time to do some soul searching. So I would just say, take some moments to just think about what you've heard and what you've experienced 
and how has it impacted you and what decisions have you made either overtly or covertly behind that? And then if you with good conscience can stand behind it, then God bless you. But if you in good conscience in the privacy of yourself can say, hmm, maybe I should have made a different decision. I'm going to challenge you now to step up to the plate and demonstrate the character you know you can demonstrate. So it's about, I'm not asking you to go outside of anybody. You're the best person to keep all of your confidentiality, right? But it's time to soul search. We can pontificate about this. We can provide resources, but all of this boils down to a decision that we and only we can make. And when we do that, we're the better for it. If we let, it, if we let the moment pass, then um, that speaks volumes and that's a decision too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And Thank you. you've just moved the needle by what your conversation was, because that is a big thing that we as white people don't get. And we just don't get it. It's a matter of ignorance. So the only way to, to fight ignorance is to educate. So thank you for educating us today, Charity Smith. Ms. Mogul, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being with us. Thank you all for joining us here. Please share this video. Please tell your friends about this weekly conversation. It's short and it makes a difference. Thank you all. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Charity.